party then? Oh, we, we, we're recording. We're recording. Recording the episode. Oh my god, it's been so long. It's been months. months. A couple months, I think. At least two months. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about sorry, that. Sorry, everyone. We moved house. No, we had already moved for the last Oh, episode. yeah, we had. We moved house. <laughs> we you can't use that. Had derby. right now. We had derby. We had lots of derby. Lots of derby. I had lots of life. You had uni and work and Tilda and so many things. So many things. So many things. So we apologise for the lapse. But we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back, bitches. We're back. And we plan to get to episode 40 by the end of, by Christmas. Mm. That is the plan. That is the plan. That is the plan. Um, what episode number is this? It should be 31. 31. 31. 31. That's a lot of episodes, really. It's pretty good. Yeah. I have yeah. not even checked the stats in a while. Yeah. Massive apologies to our patrons. Um, yeah. We'll make yeah. it up to you. I'll make sure you get early release on episodes yeah 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 anyway we're back we're back we're currently driving we are so if you wouldn't this be kind of i don't know like a whole black box thing if we crash and die (laughs) you guys will be able to hear us if we crash and die yeah (laughs) and maybe solve yeah how we died on the way to a faraway place. We're on the road to another Derby event because where, where else would it be going? Like, I tell my dad to book flights for me and he goes, where are you going? I'm like, Derby. No, where, where like, else? Why, why are you going there for a holiday? No. Der- no, Derby. Never why else holiday. am I going anywhere is Derby. Yeah. Okay, so... And I go <laughs> to take photos. To take photos. Say things. So, seeing a scout is operating a vehicle... I will read an article. I can't read. Oh, yeah, you can't read it until. Apologies for the... Sorry if the sound's a bit shitty. We'll... We're trying to speak loud. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So, last time, we did one with the family. And we did... The family. The family. The family with the family. Yeah. But we also voted for, at the time, my article that they voted, voted that I didn't get voted for was the Salish Sea Human Foot Discoveries, which I'm going to do now. So, for all of you who are hanging hold, the Salish Sea, so Salish, which is spelled S-A-L-I-S-H, Salish. Salish. The Salish Sea. Salish Sea? Yeah, as in like ocean. River, like S-E-A. S-E-A. Right. Human Foot Discoveries. So these human feet were discovered in a place called the Salish Salish Sea. She sells the seashells, seashells by the seashore. She, ah, you said she seashore. Seashore. She sells she, no. she sells she shells. Sea seashells by the seashore. She sells seashells by the seashore. <laughs> I can't do it. Say that I one. can't do it. And same with how much wood would chuck chuck. I couldn't do that one. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck woodchuck could chuck wood? I can do. I can do that one. I can do that one. I can't do S's. Okay, so this was the one that was voted against, and I'm going to read it now. So I apologise for anyone who was hankering to hear about feet. I don't think anyone was. Well, too bad. Big thanks to our patrons. Uh, Admittedly, I have not checked the list for a couple of months, so I'm still a blanket. Thank you to our patrons. I will check. Uh, when I publish the episode, name you. Yeah. Thanks for sticking by us. Thank you. 
promise to make it up to you. Okay. So, going on to feats. So, these feats discoveries. Since August 20th, 2007, at least 20 detached human feet have been found on the coasts of the Salish Sea. What? Yes. Detached feet. Just the feet. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> Just feet. And 20 of them. 20 feet. Was it our housemate? <laughs> Murray has this thing that she hides bodies in our cellar. Not even bodies, just feet. Just feet, and I get the toes. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so the Salish Sea is in British Columbia, Canada, and in Washington, US. So the sea is between British oh. Columbia and Washington. The first discovery on August 20th, 2007 was on Jebediah Island in British Columbia. Feet have been discovered on the coasts of islands in British Columbia and in the US cities of Tacoma and Seattle. A Canadian coroner's office said in December 2017 that they had ruled out foul play. This was 10 years after the first discovery, by the way. And that the feet came from people either killed by in accidents or by suicide, and the feet detached during normal decomposition process. Really? The feet were usually found in sneakers, <laughs> which the coroner thought were responsible for keeping the feet buoyant enough to eventually wash ashore and gave them enough protection from decomposition to be found relatively intact. Wow. Wow. That kind of makes sense. It does, doesn't it? That's bloody freak. Yeah, prior to the recent seeming rash of feet washing ashore, there have been early instances going back more than a century, such as a lake in a boot that was found on a Vancouver beach in 1887. A lake in a boot. A lake in a boot. Boot. A boot. A boot. The most recent discovery was on January 1st, 2019, so earlier this year. When people on Jetty Island in Everett, Washington, called police to report a boot with a human foot inside, which the coroner was able to match to Antonio Neal, missing since December 12th, 2016. Hmm. So, the discoveries. These foot discoveries are not the first ones in British Columbia's coast. One was found in Vancouver in 1887, leading to the place of discovery being called Leg in Boot Square. <laughs> they named a place after this leg that was that in a boot that was found. On July 30th, 1914, the Vancouver Sun reported that recent arrivals from Kimsquit, Kimsquit, I think it's a place, report, <laughs> reported a human leg encased in a high boot that was found on a beach near the mouth of the Salmon River. It was thought the remains were from a man who had drowned on the river in the previous summer. As of May 2018, 15 feet have been found in the Canadian province of British Columbia and five in the US state of Washington. I can't believe how how recent this is. Yeah, it's not that long ago. Like, I keep having to listen to the year go right, and it's actually like really recent. It's, it's last it's year. It's happening this year as yeah, well. Yeah, wow. finding feet. 20 feet include two matched pairs. Wow. So four of the feet... Well, that was bound to happen. ...belong to two people. What? They found, so they found the feet, both feet, of two separate people. Yeah. That's... Yeah, that's bound to happen. Like, people, most people have yeah. two feet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. One of the pairs belonged to a woman who jumped from a bridge. 
Two other feet have been identified, one of a missing fisherman and the other of a depressed man who probably committed suicide. His identity was withheld on the request of his family. After the fifth foot was discovered, the story had begun to receive increased international media attention, with major headlines from newspapers such as the Melbourne Herald Sun. It's the it's the tabloid paper yeah. here in Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. The Guardian and the Cape Times in South Africa. Huh, really? The story yeah. The story elicited elicited. Elicited? Elicit? Elicited much speculation about the cause of the mystery originating from morbid fascination with this type of subject as stated by one scientist who identifies remains of victims that's awesome you On, should do that. what no <laughs> you should do that oh, no, I on his late-night talk show, David Letterman questioned two of his audience members who were Canadian about the mystery. <laughs> Let's just go on a talk show where Canadians all of a sudden were being questioned about missing feet. David <laughs> I was, I was literally when he said his name, I'm like, is, what? is he still alive? Like, <laughs> didn't he, like, quit his show? I do not know. Another apparently, hum- apparently human foot discovered on June 18th, 2008 on a Thai spit near Campbell River on Vancouver Island was a hoax. Ah. The hoax was a skeletonized human uh, animal paw which was put in a sock and a shoe and then stuffed <laughs> with dry seaweed. Oh dear. Royal Canadian Mountain Someone needs a hobby. Royal Canadian Mounted Police launched an investigation into the hoax and arrest could be made due to charges of public mischief. I didn't even know that was a thing. I'm going to have to look at that one after this. Yeah, is that Public a mischief. After the 11th foot was found on August 31, 2011, several running shoes containing what police suspected was raw meat were found washed up on Oak Beach, British Columbia. Really? Ew. So, Wait, it was raw feet or they thought raw meat? Raw, they, they thought, suspected there was raw meat it in wasn't, these shoes. It was feet. They know they don't know what it was. Oh, right. So, feet and meat. <laughs> feet and meat? Okay, list of discoveries. Discovery number one, which was August 20th, 2007. A girl visiting from Washington picked up a size 12 Adidas shoe and opened the sock. That's big. To find a man's right foot. It is thought to have become disarticulated due to submerged decay. This kind of shoe was produced in 2003 and was distributed mainly in India. A man's right foot, size 12, white and blue mesh running shoe. The remains were identified of those of a missing man suffering from depression. Case uh, number two was August 26, six days later in 2007. A man's right foot discovered by a couple also disarticulated due to decay. It was waterlogged and appeared to have been taken ashore by an animal. It probably floated ashore from the south. It, the shoe was a size 12, white Reebok and was produced in 2004 and sold worldwide but primarily in North America and the type has since been discontinued. Okay, number three, February 8, 2008. A right foot in a size 11 Nike. These are huge shoes. They are right. 12, 12, 11. Yeah. The remains were identified as a 21-year-old Surrey man reported missing four years prior whose death was considered not suspicious, indicating either misadventure or suicide. 
This type of shoe was sold in Canada and the United States between 1st of February 2003 and June 30th 2003. It has been confirmed that the right foot found on February 8th, this is 2008 mind you, so six years later they found this foot. After, after it had been missing. Yeah, because oh. they're saying that the shoe was produced in 2003. Yeah. The, they found the foot in 2008. Yeah. Um, it so is. He had like a new shoe though. True, he could have bought the shoe of someone else. Yeah. Yeah. It has been confirmed that the right foot found on February 8th on Valadies Island and left foot found on June 16th on Western Island belonged to the same man. So there's two there. Next is May 22nd, 2008. A woman's right foot, blue and white New Balance seeker, sneaker, sneaker, sneaker. The fourth foot was Wait, what size was this one? Uh, doesn't say. Oh, interesting. The fourth I don't know what size of that as well. it was a woman's shoe. Yeah, but... So I don't, we don't know. Yeah, I don't, can't assume either. Yeah. The fourth foot was discovered on an island in the Fraser Delta between Richmond and Delta, British Columbia. It was also wearing a sock and a sneaker. It is thought to have washed down the Fraser River, having nothing to do with the ones found in the Gulf Islands. The shoe was a New Balance sneaker manufactured in 1999. In 2011, the fourth sneaker found in Kirkland Island was identified as being part of a pair of blue and white New Balance sneakers belonging to a woman who jumped from the Paluto Bridge in New Westminster in 2004. June 16, 2008, a man's left foot was found by two hikers on June 16th, floating in water in Delta. It has been confirmed that the left foot found on June 16 at Western Island and the right foot found on February 8 on Valides Island belonged to the same man. So that's what we talked about earlier. Yeah, right. Foot number six. August 1st, 2008, a right foot inside a man's black size 11 shoe was discovered by a camper on a beach. It was covered in seaweed. The site of the discovery was less than 16 kilometers from the international border in the Strait of Juan de Fuca. Testing confirmed that the foot was human. That's good to know. Police say the large black top size 11 athletic shoe for a right foot contains bone and flesh. This was the first foot of the series to be found outside of British Columbia. The Royal Royal Canadian Mountain Police, or the RCMP, and Callum County Sheriff's Department agreed, huh? E. E. (laughs) The Canadians, E. Just agreed on August 5th that the foot could have been carried south from Canadian waters. November 11th, 2008, a known woman's left foot in a shoe that was found floating in the Fraser River in Richmond. The shoe was described as a small, new balance running shoe, probably a woman's shoe. A forensic DNA profiling analysis indicated that it was a genetic match to the foot discovered on May 22nd at Kirkland. So, matched foot. That is a matched foot. Yeah. Yeah. Foot number eight. (laughs) That's funny saying. Foot number eight. eight. October 27th, 2009. A right foot in a size eight and a half Nike Nike running shoe on a beach in Richmond. The remains were identified as a Vancouver area man 
who was reported missing in January in 2008. So his foot was found 18 months after he was declared missing. It's interesting how long it takes. If they're saying that this is, yeah, if this is saying that it takes so many months, was it average like 18 months before yeah. a shoe washes up after someone's been reported missing or whatever? Um, yeah, it's interesting. Does it take that 18 months for the foot to then disarticulate and yeah. yeah, fall off from the, separate from the body? I don't know because, like, okay, if these bodies are waterlogged, it does take longer for shit to decompose when it's underwater yeah. because you need oxygen to decompose something, right? right? Yeah. That makes sense. You need oxygen to, like, if, if you seal something in a bag and you vacuum seal it, it's, yes. it's going to last longer Very than true. if you have it in the air. Yeah. So for bodies and stuff to decompose, you need to have oxygen. So if a body is in the water down deep in a river or something it's not going to decompose as quickly no it's less oxygen yes yes well yeah because if you think about actually they've had to do this with titanic yeah they can't bring stuff up to the surface like very quickly because it'll fall apart apart once it gets to the surface or in the case of rust it'll like rust almost instantaneously really yeah well i don't know if it's instantaneous it'll rust a lot quicker because it's been under the water for so long there's no oxygen down there all of a sudden you bring it up to an oxygen rich environment it just decomposes yeah so makes me wonder like as these bodies have been sitting in the bottom of a river for a year suddenly it just gets to the point in their decomposition process that the foot floats to the surface but if you also think about it if these so there's extra buoyancy in the shoe because they're running shoes right so then you're thinking about this body kind of then being weighted down, but kind of maybe head first down. Yeah. And the feet would be, because of the buoyancy of the sneakers, they would be higher up. Yeah. Not much higher up than the rest of the body, but still higher up where yeah. it would have slightly more oxygen, I guess, yeah. in the water. It's interesting. Interesting. Let's just say, I'm sure that there's a series that we're going to get into in a sec. Yeah. But I'll keep reading about the feet. Okay. Um... Foot number nine, August 27th, 2010. So this was two years after the last foot. No, one year after the last foot. A woman or child's right foot without a shoe or a sock. Ah. This foot was determined to be to have been in the water for two months. Detective Ed Wallace of the Island County Sheriff's Office released a statement saying that the foot would be tested for DNA. However, there was no match found in the National DNA database. Foot number 10. December. Is everyone on the DNA database? No. 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 Legally, not everyone can be on the DNA database. Yeah. You're only on the DNA database like the national ones if you've committed a crime. And same with your prints. Your prints are only on there if you've committed a crime. I thought that happens with missing persons too. Yeah, they can try. Yeah. they. I mean, like the family gives something. Yeah, the family will give... DNA. I mean, if, yeah. I, if my parents gave both their DNA, say I was missing, and my parents gave both of their DNA to the police, the chance of finding me if I come up, wash up a foot somewhere, right. would yeah. be easier because they have like where my DNA would come from. And same yeah. with like my siblings and stuff, yeah. it would be easier. But yeah, you only get your DNA stored on a database if you committed a crime. I don't know. I have a theory that's what happens when you know when babies are born. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. When babies are born and they get their like foot prick. Oh, the heel prick test. Yeah, heel prick test. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, but no, that's not how that works. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah everyone yeah. gets stored on the 
government. Anyway, foot 10, foot 10, foot 10, December 5th, 2010. Found on the tidal flats, the right foot was still inside a boy's size 6 Ozark Trail hiking boot and likely belonged to a juvenile or a small adult. Police spokesman Mark Fulham said Tuesday in Tacoma about Did you say Tuesday. 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 Uh, in Tacoma, around 40 kilometers south of Seattle. So interesting that that could be a boy's foot, but the but you never know, like small person, small foot. like yeah. But also as well, it's interesting that this foot was in a hiking boot, mm. which makes me think this person didn't commit suicide. No, they fell off a cliff somewhere. They died of misadventure because they were wearing a hiking boot. Well, not everyone who commits suicide, I imagine, would wear sneakers. Maybe someone would go up there in a hiking boot. Yeah, potentially. But, like, I feel like if you're going to go up somewhere like that to kill yourself, you wouldn't be thinking, I better wear my hiking boots in case I roll my ankle. Like, that wouldn't be at the forefront of your mind. hiking boots because they're heavier. And therefore, you, you know, hopefully jump in the water and sink. Yeah. Rather than float back up again. Yeah, I suppose so. But I also, I'm also of the mind of if, like, there's a level of planning and there's a level of not planning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a level of impulse there. I think, but I also think it varies from person to person. It varies from person to person. Yeah. Anyway, foot number eleven, August thirtieth, two thousand and eleven. Sex unknown. The foot was found in a man's white and blue size size nine runner, floating next to the to the Plaza of Nations Arena, attached to the lower leg and bones. Ooh, it had the lower leg too. It had disarticulated naturally at the knee uh-huh. due to the water. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, I just sort of thought it's interesting that they use the term runner in this example. Because every other example they've used the term sneaker. Yeah. Sneaker is the American term. We use runner because we're Australian. Yeah, but it's because sneakers kind of snuck in there. Yeah. Well. But it makes, it makes me wonder what Canadians use. Do they say runner or do they say sneaker? We need to ask our Canadian foot. Canadian feet people. Yes, we need to ask our housemate what, whether she connects, collects the runners or the sneakers from her feet. Yes. Uh... Foot number 12, November 4th, 2011. A man's right foot inside, inside a size 12 hiking boot was discovered by a group of campers in a pool of fresh water at Sazamarat Lake near Port Moody. In January 2012, the foot was identified by the BC Coroner Service of that of Stefan Verhujiko, a local fisherman who went missing in... Fisherman. Fisherman, he went missing in 1987. Oh wow, that was like 20. Oh, I can't math that. 15 years later, no, 25 years later, they found his foot. Police believe that the foot was separated naturally from the body and do not suspect foul play. 25 years later, they found his foot. How does his foot survive 25 years? Didn't say what shoe. It was in a hiking boot. Ah, I reckon the hiking boot would preserve it more. Yeah, for sure. It must have died straight away. It locks out more oxygen, I would imagine, than a sneaker or a runner. Yeah. 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 
Foot number 13, December 10th, 2011. Human leg bone and foot in a black plastic bag. Ooh, that's that's dodgy. <laughs> Under the Ship Canal that's Bridge. Natural. That's not natural. As of January 2nd, 2012, the medical examiner had not found a cause of death or identified the body. They found a foot in a plastic bag. That's just foul play. That's not that's not a natural thing. No. Someone's put that foot in a bag. Yeah. I'm going, ooh. This foot, so, this foot yeah, just washing up. I'm going to start offloading my foot collection. But no, why aren't we looking at you? But also, like, why go, okay, so I can, this foot will float away and everyone will think it's part of the missing foot. Yeah, right. Thing, but but they're going to put it in a plastic, plastic bag. bag. Like, idiot. 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 Take it, <laughs> idiot. Take it out of the, Take it out of the bag. Uh, foot number 14, January 26, 2012. On January 26, 2012, that's a lot of time. Say that twice. Because it's said it that twice. The remains of what a, of what appears to be human bones inside a boot were boot. found were found in the sand along the waterline at the dog park oh near the Maritime Museum at the foot of Abuja Street in Vancouver. Foot. <laughs> at the foot. At the foot. Foot number fifteen. Wow. May sixth, two thousand and fourteen. That's two years after the last foot. I wonder if like, people go out there looking at is there, a, is there going to be a foot today? Yeah, where's the foot? Human foot in a new, in a white New Balance shoe found along the shoreline of Centennial Park near the Pier 86 Grain Terminal. I feel like New Balance must be a popular running Yeah, shoe it's really there. not here. I don't uh, know many people who go, I have a New Balance shoe. Like, my, one of my favourite pairs is the New Balance Yeah. The New Balance Model 622 athletic shoe was with white with blue trim, size men's 10 and a half. This model of shoe was the first available for sale in April 2008. From initial initial news photo, it appears to be a left foot. Foot number 16, February 7th, 2006. Hikers on Botanical Beach near Port, Port Renfrew on Vancouver Island found a foot in a sock and a running shoe. Foot number 17, February 12th, 2016. A foot washed up near Port Rainfrew on Vancouver Island. BC Coroner's Service said it matched one of the found there five days earlier. So the foot found on February 7th and the foot found on February 12th were matched, were matched feet. Okay, so when that, there was only like five days. Yes, five days them. difference. Yeah. Foot number 18. On December 8th, 2017, remains of a leg with a shoe attached washed up near the settlement of Jordan River on Vancouver Island. Foot number 19, May 6th, 2018, so last year. Shortly after noon on Sunday, May 6th, a man walking along the shore on Gabriola Island encountered a hiking boot. Boot? Boot? <laughs> with a human foot inside wedged in a log jam. What's a log jam? Like, imagine we've got log, like, ah, logs. Ah, yeah. logs. Foot number 20. Oh, like, there's not much detail. No, it's just like all these. Here's a foot. It's another bloody foot. Another damn foot. It's a foot. This is the shoe. This is the size. Which foot it was and where it was found. And if there was a sock. <laughs> and if it was New Balance. Yes. <laughs> Was it a New Balance shoe? Like, that's like yeah. they go, we found a foot. Was it a New Balance shoe? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Does it have a sock? 
Where is its friend? Where is the friend? Foot 20. September 2018. With a foot within a grey, uh, a light grey Nike ah. free RN shoe on the shore near, the, near 30th Street Beach access point in West Vancouver. The size 9.5 shoe was manufactured between the 1st of February and the 17th of April 2017. It was believed to have been worn by a male and had a blue sock. The victim is believed to have been under the age of 50. And last one, 21st foot, which was earlier this year. So Jan- literally being 21 feet. 21 feet. Wow. Earlier this year, on January 1st, foot found in a boot later tied to DNA to Antonio Neal, missing since December 12th. 2016. So that's all the feet. All wow, 21 feet. So 21 feet. 21 feet. Wow. A lot of them were big feet. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. And then nearly all of them were either in sneakers or hiking boots. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Like, yeah. If oh, It makes me wonder like how many people didn't have feet. Like feet. Didn't have <laughs> shoes on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does that mean that it just decomposes with the rest of the body? I is think it, so. It must be the shoe that preserves it. I think it's not that the shoe preserve. I suppose, yeah, the, the shoe does preserve it and it just yeah. naturally breaks off at the ankle and yeah. floats up to the surface. Exactly. But I'm about to go into a proposed explanation, so let's see what the Wikipedia article has to say. Oh. The series of discoveries has been called astounding and almost beyond explanation as no other body parts have turned up. So no. just feet. It's because you don't wear shoes on your hands. <laughs> The discoveries have caused speculation that the feet may be of those people who died in a boating accident or in a plane crash in the ocean. One explanation is that some of the feet are those of four men who died in a plane crash near Quadra Island in 2005 and whose bodies have not been recovered, though one of the feet has been determined to be from a female. Foul play has also been suggested, although none of the first four feet showed tool marks. So in other words, there wasn't marks showing that they were hacked off by an axe or something. Yeah. Determining the origin of the feet is complicated because ocean currents may carry floating items long distances and because currents in the Strait of Georgia are unpredictable. A foot may float as far as 1,000 miles or 1,600 kilometres. Also, human feet have a tendency to produce adipocia. Adipocia? Adipocia. Yeah, I think so. A D I P I A D I P O C E R E. Oh, no, I don't know. I have no idea. A soap-like substance. Does it, if anyone knows, comment. <laughs> How do you pronounce this word? Yeah. A soap-like substance formed from body fat, which makes it hard for forensic scientists to find clues. Yeah. So human feet form fat. Yeah. Human fat. That's like soap. Yeah, that's yeah. like soap. Well, soap, soap does things like breaks down, it breaks down stuff. Yeah. So, it, well, it doesn't really break down stuff, it emulsifies the stuff so you can wash it away. Mm. And so, because of that, all like the, all the oils from like fingerprints would have washed away and all uh, that yeah. sort of stuff would have been washed have, away. Like, toe prints, like fingerprints. Yeah, they're fine as toe prints, and they're all, right. they're so all I can unique. Imagine, like, yeah, I can imagine like being in water that would kind of ruin it with a bit. Yeah. And soapy, fatty stuff. Well, the, the soapy, fatty stuff would have ruined your toe print, but it would ruin other stuff. Okay. Um, but that's the thing. Fingerprints are routinely taken, but I don't know if toe prints are. Right. Um, Maybe taking toe, toe prints. prints. Also, um, 
Under optimal conditions, a human body may remain intact underwater for as long as three decades. Oh. Meaning that the feet may have been floating around for years. Yeah. yeah. Another theory is that the feet belong to people who died in the Asian tsunami on December uh. 26th, 2004. Richmond-based writer Shane Lambert said that many of the shoes found were manufactured and sold in 2004 or earlier, and that there could be other sources for the shoes or multiple sources. Besides, besides the manufacturing dates of the shoes, Lambert has said that the ocean currents and their northward travelling tendencies would have carried the feet up the Pacific Ocean from that region that was hit in the 2004 tsunami. I remember that tsunami. Yes. I remember seeing it on the news. So that's interesting. This guy thinks it came from that tsunami. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I mean, no one has said it's completely wrong. So one foot has been identified as belonging to a man who was depressed and yeah. was believed to have committed suicide. I don't mean all of them. No, I don't think... Statistically speaking, it would be very unusual if all of them were. But, yeah. I mean, it's possible. But, yeah. Another two feet were identified as belonging to a woman who committed suicide by jumping off the Polluto Bridge in New Westminster in 2004. This suggests that the feet could belong to other people who have jumped from the bridge. Yeah, it could. It could. Okay, the next section, the last section, is level of rarity. Decomposition may separate the foot from the body because the ankle is relatively weak. And the buoyancy are they ever? Are they ever? <laughs> and the buoyancy caused by air either side or trapped within a shoe would allow it to float away. Yeah, yeah. So it's like continually moving. Yeah. At the joint. Yeah, and then and then yeah, because it's got the little water, the air bubbles inside yeah. the shoe. Yeah. According to Fraser University entomolo- entomologist Gail Anderson, extremities such as the hands, feet, and head would often detach as a body decomposes in the water, although they rarely float. However, finding feet and not the rest of the bodies has been deemed unusual. Finding two feet has been given a million to one odds and, yeah, and has thus been described as an anomaly. Wow. The finding of, the thir- of a third foot made it the first time three such discoveries have been made so close to each other. What? Three feet? No, as in like another foot. Oh, right. Because they found two foot. We're like, what the hell? We found two feet. Now we have three feet. Right. Like, where the fuck are these feet like coming three from? Feet in a pair, <laughs> no. A pair. Okay. The right. fourth discovery. Not have three feet. Yeah. The fourth discovery caused speculation about human interference, and statistically was called curious. Yes. Cool. Okay. So that's that article. I want to go back and find out about this article about public mischief. Wait. So what do you think happened to the feet? Like, where did the feet come I from? Reckon, I reckon they came from people who, yeah, died of misadventure or killed themselves or something. I don't know about the, the tsunami one. Well, may, maybe it's a mix of everything. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe. Thought, maybe a few of them came from... So, okay, so you got those ones where people knew that blah, blah, that man was depressed and that woman probably killed herself off the bridge. Yeah. You got those ones, right? But then some of the other ones, yeah, maybe they weren't all because they tried to kill themselves and like, some might have been from the tsunami. And yeah. I don't think statistically it's going to be like every one of them did this or every one of them did yeah. that. I think statistically that's too far-fetched to be true. Yeah. But yeah, interesting. 21 feet over the space of 12 years. That's, yeah, it's quite odd that there are Yeah. Why, did, why were they not getting washed up sooner? And, and also, where is the rest of the body? Well, they like, would have decomposed. Yeah, but why doesn't the, the arm also float up? 
it wasn't in a shoe. I guess so. But, that's what, they were, but that's what the article was saying. It's unusual that they didn't find any other body parts. But it's not that unusual because we know from this that the shoe helped preserve, preserve the feet. Yeah, I right? guess so. So that's just that's not a dumb statement because, yeah. I don't think it's that the shoe helped preserve the feet. I think it's that the shoe was full of air so that the, the feet floated. Whereas the other body parts that would be taken off, so like... Hands and, and heads degree, don't like float because there's no air. It wouldn't help preserve food as well. Yeah, it'd help keep it intact. I wouldn't say preserve, okay, so but it would keep like like in a in a bundle. Like yeah. it would stop it from like yeah, but falling then if apart. The hands, right? Like fingers would have come off and whatever. Yeah. Like they're not in a shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so there was a mention earlier of someone being charged with public mischief. About a hoax. What you with public mischief? I'm looking up the article for public mischief on Wikipedia, which re- which gets directed to an article just called mischief. Oh. Mischief or malicious mischief is the specific name for different criminal offences in a number of different jurisdictions. While the wrongful acts will often involve what is popularly described as vandalism, there can be legal differentiation between the two. Vandalism literally means like trying to destroy something, right? It means defacing something. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. but that, uh, like that's, this surely mischief isn't always vandalism. No, it's not, and that's what the article okay. is saying. Okay, in Scotland, malicious mischief is offence against the common law of Scotland. It does not require actual damage from property to, for the offence ah. to be committed. Financial damage consequential to the act is sufficient, unlike vandalism, which requires actual damage to property to form the offence. Yeah. So, in other words, you can be fine. You can be charged with mischief if you did something that caused someone to have to pay for something. Mm. So, in other words, like you, I don't know, but you didn't actually destroy anything. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, another good a good example of that actually. (laughs) One of the one. So, in Australia, for those of our international international listeners we have this thing called muck up day uh-huh. muck up day is this tradition that you have in the last week of your schooling in year 12 and essentially it's meant it used to be that the year 12s the final the final school year school people who were leaving could pretty much do what they want for a day right when i had muck up day we weren't allowed to call it muck up day and we, so it's not even Muck up day. We're not allowed to have the muck up day anymore. Well, I don't think mine was called muck nah, up day. Because people fucked up and they would do things like drink on camp on school grounds and do stupid shit. Oh, worse than that, even that I, yeah, I didn't grow up in a fancy <laughs> area. We used to go to school in a fancy area like you did. Um, but we had teachers' cars destroyed. Yeah. Um, yeah. A whole bunch of illegal illegal stuff that is yeah. actual it's actual crimes like crimes people, real like, crimes yeah. like yeah it's awful so though one year one of the students wasn't my year level one of the students put up an ad like a retail a real estate ad board for the school <laughs> in the front of the school like clever. selling the school and the school got pissed they're like we're not selling the fucking school Anyway, the reason I bring this up is because it was like it was like a myth that you could do this thing where you would take a cow up like a building, up some stairs, and the cow can't go downstairs, so you'd have to get a crane to crane the cow 
out of the building. Oh, that's so big. So that would be an example of mischief because you're not actually damaging any property really. You're just oh, leading that's a animal cruelty as yeah, well. Yeah, you're leading a cow up some stairs. You're not actually damaging anything, but you're requiring people to spend money to fix the problem. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Like people have to hire a crane yeah. to get the cow out, right? Yeah, and there was also one where you get three pigs and paint them like one, two, and four on the pigs uh-huh. and let them free in the school grounds. And then they're always looking for they're number three. They're always looking for number three. Yeah. Yeah, so that's an example. There's some examples from Muck Up Day. My Muck Up Day was so tame. Oh, same. So tame. Though I think we did have one girl come to school drunk. It was, of course, it was this particular girl. Like, yeah. There's always one. There's always one. <laughs> Excuse me, my school. Everyone was drunk every day. <laughs> okay. United States. In United States criminal law, mischief is an offence against property that does not involve conversion. What does it mean by conversion? What does that mean? I'm reading it. Read it out loud. Criminal, okay. Read. Criminal conversion is a crime limited to parts of the common law systems outside England and Wales of exerting unauthorised use or control of someone else's property at a minimum personal property, but in some jurisdictions also applying to types of real property such as land. It differs from theft in that it does not include the element of intending to deprive the owner of permanent possession of the property. So... No, sense no I'm just trying to de- like, de-law what? that in my brain. I can't de-law that. Um, I have lawyer friends, I can't de-law this. So in other words, it's like taking control of the property without stealing it. I guess is what they're saying. Okay. So mischief is an offence against property that doesn't involve that. So it doesn't involve like taking the property. Okay. So you're doing something to the property, but you're not taking it away from... Can you put a curse on the property? <laughs> Maybe. If someone believed that a curse was actually doing the property harm. Ah. It usually involves damage, defacement, alteration what or the? destruction of property. The mischief. The mischief. The mischief. Common forms include vandalism, graffiti, or some other such destruction or defacement of property other than arson. Ah. Governed by state law, criminal mischief is committed when a perpetrator, having no right to do so, nor nor any reasonable ground to believe that he or she has such right, intentionally or recklessly damages property of another person, intentionally participates in the destruction of property of another person, or participates in the reckless damage or destruction of property of another person. So in America, it's all about the property, whether or not you do anything to property. Whereas in Scotland, you don't have to damage property to be charged with criminal mischief. Okay, last one. In Canada, which was where most of the feet were found. <laughs> Lady Canadians. Canadians in your feet. The country's criminal code makes mischief a hybrid offence, punishable up to and including life imprisonment. What? If the mischief causes actual danger to human life. Wow. Imagine going to prison. And being like, oh, I'm in prison, I'm a lifer, mate. Like, I, I'm in prison for life. What'd you do, mate? I did criminal mischief. <laughs> I'm actually going to court and they'll be like, you are charged with criminal mischief with a life sentence. Even the Canadians. Like, oh, that's beardy. That's beardy. 
So that's the feats. The feats. The feats. And you were defeated this time. Uh, you got, you got uh, to read your I feet. Got, I got to read my feet. I wasn't defeated. I got to read my feet. Yeah. So um, the article was actually called. It was called Salish Sea Human Foot Discoveries. That's amazing. I wonder. Yeah. Wonderful. Another one will come up this year. We'll Ooh, more feats. Maybe we should watch the article and then see if yeah. more feet turn up. Can you turn on the I don't know, but well, how about look, every time we have a, a new a new episode. episode, we'll make sure to check the feet. Check the feet update. We'll, we'll have feet a feet update. update. Yes. We'll have a feet update. Let's have a continual feet update. Yeah. Feet update, no more feet. Feet update. Feet update. Feet update. Okay, we'll have a feet update every time. Okay, feet update. We'll, we'll let you know if we get feet. Awesome. Alrighty. That was, that was a very interesting article yeah frankly, you liked the feats i i don't like them but <laughs> it's a, yeah very interesting interesting article okay. it wasn't too scientific no it was just like there's a bunch it's of feet interesting but with some i guess some science behind it yeah not too science no it was good yeah all what right do you think what would you do if you were if you found feet a feet a foot i have, would have you found a foot has anyone has anyone ever found a foot did you tell people that you found the foot? You better what would have told you do? people. Would you... <laughs> Are you would call the cops. I would throw it back. I would, I would yell at you <laughs> and then call the cops. <laughs> I'd be like, like I found a foot. I... No. I'd be like, Scout, what the fuck? We need to tell someone about this damn foot. I'm like, just ignore it. It's someone else's problem. <laughs> it's not anymore because you just threw it in the fucking river. Where it belongs. <laughs> you need to tell someone about the feet. Oh. See a foot, tell someone. Tell someone about the feet. <laughs> we'll leave it there, everybody. Remember to like and comment and share and all those wonderful things. Yes, on the social media. Yes. yes. Um, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.